All right, folks, we here. Super duty, tough work. Magnificence, a logic. What up? You know, the most infamous podcast on planet Earth. Doing what we do. Snowy Saturday afternoon. Yeah. Bringing, you know, the fly edutainment to you, as we always do. First, you know, order business. We want to thank everybody for tuning in, you know. Listening to the jewels and the shit that we dropped last episode about knowing when to quit was a heavy episode. Yeah. Cats seem to like it. Yeah. Very much appreciate it. I definitely got calls and texts and DMs from some people like, yo, this shit hit home right now. Mm -hmm. I dealt with this personally. And, uh, you know, that's why we do it. We do it to share and to let people know that you're not alone and that, uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on on this journey that, um, we are all experiencing and we need to talk about it so that we can, uh, you know, uh, make it work. So we're here, man. And, you know, um, Logic and his people had a show Thursday. Yes, well, sir. Logic is uh, he's got this uh, monthly event called the Vibe Society for producers in Columbus. We know that there are people in uh, all states who listen to us, but we know we have a good listenership in Columbus. And so in Columbus, we definitely would like y'all to uh check out this man's event if you can. Yeah. Um, because it is uh it's growing. They have fresh kills there. The homie fresh kills was there the other night. So I stepped out and uh supported my man's event. You know, I thought it was gonna be a jazz thing, you know what I mean? <laughs> Your man's came out looking spiffy. All decked out, you know. I had on a turtleneck boy, you know what I mean? Slacks. Nice little overcoat. <laughs> and, uh, you know. But uh, while I was there, I was doing something that is kind of unheard of in this day and age. And that is passing out flyers. Passing out flyers, folks. I took some of these for those of you watching us on the video. You hear that crinkly sound? The plastic right there. The stack of things. This alien technology right here. We used to call these flyers. <laughs> Back in the prehistoric times. When man used to actually interact with man in person. We would leave people with these pieces of paper. To remind them of events going on in their locale. Unfortunately, these things have gone the way of the payphone, of the dinosaur, of uh, <laughs> modems, <laughs> dial-up internet. These things are gone. However, this episode is about why you should be actually flying. The return of flyers, because I experienced something and I've mention this on my Twitter feed, but I want to do an episode about it. And this episode is about uh, the return of flyers and why if you are uh, promoting your art, business, whatever, you should be bringing these back into um, your rotation because I think now is actually the best time to be doing it because we've been passing out flyers since 2000, yeah. you know what I'm saying, 2000, 1999. Yeah. We've been we've seen a lot. We know the environment for them and how it's changed. And what we're seeing right now is like an environment that is different 
And I think that you can really, really take advantage of some things going on right now with these flyers. And so, you know, enough to, to speak about in this episode, because I'm trying to put y'all up on game. So, you know, uh, this episode is like why you need to be passing out flyers, return the flyers. And uh, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. Work. We got you stuck off the realness, the most infamous, you heard of us, official podcast murderers, the show comes equipped with few points to share, grown man ideas for all those who care and want to grow, so go ahead and download, every single week with a brand new episode, you're not alone in this world cousin, so we share information and honest discussion, and keep repping the culture, like we supposed to, they spread gossip but they never come close to, I can hear it inside their tone, they talk about the industry but never left their home you get laced up with bullet points and such plus empowering topics that they never would touch you can put your whole network against the team but super duty tough works the mvp most valuable podcast on mp3 priceless info but all of it's free so take these words home and think them through super duty tough work is coming at you now listening to Super Duty Tough Work with your host, Blueprint, raw and uncut, adult conversations, no shucking, no jiving, and no bullshit. Alright folks, we back man. Y'all can't tell at home, but we just took a wild long break for <laughs> no reason. And uh, so we'd have been talking for an hour already. <laughs> so it's, it's high time to do this episode. All right, we want to talk about flyers. So long story short, I went to a show this Wednesday and I've had this thing in my head for a second because I saw it in 2018 when I went out. And let me take it back to how we came up. When we came up as MCs, as show promoters, we were also show promoters. A lot of people who do shows, the difference is that they know people who promote shows. They get added to those shows, right? And you get paid by the promoter and or the venue you don't you're not necessarily required to promote you get paid sometimes a flat fee sometimes a percentage whatever us on the other hand from a very early part of our career like the beginning we kind of were doing it differently we were doing we were going directly to the venues we were going directly to so we didn't really deal with any show promoters in our time at columbus we had relationships directly with venues. But what comes along with that is the fact that if you book a show directly with a venue, it's on you to promote. Yep. And so we early on from the beginning, we realized that the success of our shows was dependent on how hard we work. So we would be very organized in how we would promote. And back this was pre-Facebook, pre-Instagram, pre-Twitter. So we started throwing our first shows in 1999. Back in those days, the only way to promote shows was with physical things like physical promo, like flyers, posters. You know what I'm saying? You went places and you put flyers in people's hands or in that building and made sure that you were seen. So it was standard that if you did a show, you would get twenty five hundred flyers for a hundred bucks. Yeah. And you would the month or two before it happened, you'd be at all the events spreading the word. What has happened and what we have seen since the invention of Facebook uh, events is every year now that, that Facebook events exist, you see less and less physical promotion. I've noticed it. I'm sure some of you at home have noticed it. Whereas once upon a time at the peak of this shit, I would go to a 
spot at night, we would show up four or five deep just to give away 400, 500 flyers. We would get there. If the show ended at like 11, we'd all get there around 10, 1030, post up at the doorway, knowing that it's going to be 500 people walking out. Yep. And we would, everybody have a stack of flyers and we would just hit everybody in hands and invite them to a show and put a flyer in their hands. Hey, uh, we got such and such going on at this venue next month. Uh, you should come check it out. Word. Okay, cool. You go out to people's cars after this event. Other promoters would have two, three flyers on people's windshields. Y'all remember yep. this era. Yep. <laughs> you, you couldn't go to a show without flyers being stuffed in your windshield and your fucking window seal. It was like, yo, this is was the game. Everybody understood it. Flyers be on the on the ground all night. What has happened though is this went away. You walk into a venue now that's having an event. There ain't no flyers on the tables, no flyers on the bars. There ain't no flyers being passed out at the end of it during it. Nobody is doing physical promo anymore. No posters. In no the posters venue. in the venue. Like you know, I used to the wall. The wall, walls would be covered, right? Yep. All the bathroom walls will be covered with posters. It's not like that no more, right? But my point is this. I say all this to say that because people are not doing it anymore due to the cost, due to them feeling that they can get word out via uh, Facebook and other you know, social media means, now is a unique opportunity to do it and really win with it. And that's what I want to talk about today, because some of you at home are like, why would I spend money on flyers? And then the third, you may not understand that your fans may actually need to have flyers put in their hands to come to your joint. Yeah, because we talk about it on this thing all the time. Anything you post on social media is subject to the algorithm. Flyers ain't beholden to the algorithm. Posters ain't beholden to the algorithms. If you go to an event that's similar to your event and you put flyers in people's hands, there's no barrier for that. Right. There's no one saying, ah, you can only pass out 1% of those flyers tonight. Mm-hmm. Nah, you, you, there's nothing. But on Facebook, on Instagram, you could post the same thing on Instagram, post your flyer on Instagram. The algorithms have decided that already that they don't like flyers being posted like that because they have X percentage of text on them. Mm-hmm. So they'll penalize you for posting a flyer just like the ones you put in somebody's hands. Yeah. Sorry, too much of the image. They got straight up rules on Facebook. If you go over like 25% uh, of that image is text, they'll bury you. People don't know this. We wonder why our flyers don't get no traction online. It's because the algorithms have been taught to deprioritize them. So this episode, we want to talk about why you still need to be passing out flyers and the logic passed out some thursday i passed out some thursday and we both can attest that this is a reality and it's something that you need to be putting in your tool belt and doing moving forward reason number one why you need to be passing out flyers is because everybody is digital right now Went to a show. We just talked about it. Literally, I am the only person there with physical flyers. Yep. Cool turnout. And because I'm the only one there, everybody else who might have been uh, wanting to get in front of that crowd, who that crowd 
needs to know about the next event, they're dependent on the algorithm. I'm not. Me and the logic is out there. The people that we interact with, boom, flyer in their hand. Hey, check this out. April 27th at Ace of Cups. Word. The guy with the flyer on online with the event page, how is he getting it seen? And, and what we also need to consider is the fact that when everybody is doing something in one space, it becomes very loud and noisy. Yep. It's harder for you to break through the noise. Just like it was more competition with flyers eight, 10, 12 years ago, it's way more concentrated online now. Mm -hmm. Online promo is harder than ever, in my opinion. Not because we ain't trying it or we ain't willing to pay for it or we ain't willing to make the, 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 the assets. It's hard because everybody is doing it only. That's all they're doing. Everybody post a flyer. Hey, you know, pull up. <laughs> yep. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's promoting a show in 2024. Yeah. Post a flyer a week out. Say pull up. The end. Yeah. Maybe do a Facebook event. You know, maybe. Because yeah, some people ain't even doing that. Yep. But they do it. And they don't even invite nobody. They don't even push that page. So it's like. Because everybody has done it, the shit is flooded now. Like, I look on events, but it's just, I'm constantly getting invited to shit. And even I have become a little numb to it. And I think everybody else is probably similar. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. Like, it's, it's just like anything else. If it's too much of it, you start to tune it out. So even if it is something you may be interested in, because you get inundated with all of these event, you know, digital things and these you just kind of pass by them and you know and not necessarily pay attention and it was the same way back in the day which is why we started to have to spend a little more money on our flyers yes so our flyers would stand out <laughs> yep. and not just be you know that yellow piece of paper with some black writing on it come on you know what i mean you had to get you know the full color joints you had yep. to get you know, illustrations. Yeah, illustration illustrations. and the, the cool designs and the cool <laughs> logos and all yep. that shit. You started to have to do that because the spot was so saturated. It's the same way with digital. Yep. And with digital, it doesn't matter because everything is digital. So it's going to look good anyway for the most part. Yep. You know, it's just the algorithm controls everything. You don't control it. Yep. You know, and then there's there's cats that don't even make a flyer. They just make a post and say, I got this show coming up. Pull up. Right, right. And think, and then get mad when nobody shows up. <laughs> yep, they want to blame it on the scene. Yeah, man, that that's not cool. So, yeah, yeah, the hand, to, hand to hand is different. You know, it's especially now when ain't nobody doing it. Because yeah. when I was passing out the flyers Thursday, cats was actually looking at them, reading them, and putting putting them in their pocket. <laughs> you know, back in the day, back in the day, because it was so much, because right. it was so many flyers. Yeah, they would look at it, put it down on the bar, <laughs> drop it on the ground. Right, you know what I'm saying? So. You was going through them flyers, which is partially why the flyers weren't so extravagant, because we knew, yeah. you know, 50% of what we passed out was probably going to end up in the trash or on the facts. ground. Facts. <laughs> Absolute facts. Absolute facts. Yeah. Yeah. You could get in an altercation, you know, fighting right. over people disrespecting your flyers back in the day. Like, yeah. People yeah. be like, man, fuck this flyer. People disrespect you to your face back in the day. Hey, man, can you get that? Hey, man, ah. hey, man you ain't got to do all that. Right. Just say you don't want it. You know? You know, got the fight out there. Yeah, now it's different, man. Another thing I want to add to this, this because everybody is doing it online, what you really hit on is like 
It's making people lazy. Mm -hmm. It's making the average artist lazy. They deal with these venues and we can say, oh, it's the venue's job to promote all that shit. But what you guys need to understand is you are in business with these venues. Right. You are in business with these promoters. So it behooves you as an artist on every level to get as many people out as possible. I don't care what slot you play. If you play first and you bring out a bunch of people to see you play because you promote it heavier than everybody else, that promoter's going to notice. Mm -hmm. And you ain't going to be playing first for too much longer. <laughs> like, look, man, that guy draws. I need him on every show. He, yep. Whatever he's doing, I need him on every show. If you got a door deal with a bar, you get paid a percentage off of what comes through the door, it behooves you to get people out. Yep. But doing it strictly online makes you lazy. Oh, I know they saw it. But when you look at the fucking uh, analytics on this shit, nobody's seeing it online. Right. 2% of your, you know, 5,000 friends saw it. Exactly. And you sitting there thinking like, oh, yeah, people going to come out. They ain't coming out because they ain't seen it. Or maybe they yeah. saw it the first time you posted it and the algorithms just buried it the rest of the time, you know? And so don't get lazy just because you can post it online. And this shit makes you active because when you got flyers, physical flyers, you start thinking, where are the events that I can go to? Yeah. Where are people going to be? I'm going to go there. You can spend, I, I don't spend no more than motherfucking what? 30 minutes to two hours at an event. Sometimes I'll mm -hmm. stay to the end if I know people there. If I don't know people there, I'm going to just show up near the end. I'm going to show up early, you know, do my rounds, slide out the back. Yep. You ain't got to fucking stay there all night. But it makes you active and doesn't make you lazy. That's number one. Reason number two you need to be passing out flyers right now, which we touched on in the intro, is low competition. Low competition. As we mentioned, when we were doing it, flyers everywhere. Flyers on the bar. Flyers on the car. Put flyers in people's hands. It was only posters everywhere. Posters all in the bathroom. Posters all over the walls of the clubs. Post, dude, you posters everywhere. Now, it's like a fucking ghost town, man. Yep. <laughs> it's a ghost town. The people who came up in that way, they're not really doing the shit. Or they're, like we said, and, and, and number one, they're relying 100% online. So when the Logic and I pass out flyers at this event on Thursday, it's people in there who ain't had a flyer put in their hand in five, 10 years. Yeah, exactly. And, and they look at that flyer and they like, it's the only flyer they got to look at. You just became the number one uh, event in a mine that's coming, coming up. As opposed to the fifth or the sixth event. Because... Yep. Everybody ain't doing it, but everybody is doing exactly what y'all are doing, which is relying 100% on the algorithms to promote your event. Thanks. So you want to go where there is not a lot of competition. And I think flyering gives you a huge edge in this right now. I don't know how long it's going to be this way. Maybe the people are going to come back, the flyer guys. Maybe it just stays like this. I think it just stays like this, man, because, I mean, social media is only becoming more and more social media, you know, like there's yeah. new social medias popping up. There's, you know, everything is digital. Yeah. There's nothing. People don't, especially newer generations, they don't rely on a lot of physical things. Yeah. A lot of things are virtual for them. 
fucking school is virtual. Straight you know, up. every everything is virtual. I remember yeah, um, job interviews. You know, <laughs> job interviews. Everything is virtual. I remember my um, my youngest son is um, his last year of high school or last couple years. He ain't had no books. Yeah. Because everything was online. Mm. His books were online. Everything was online. He barely took his book back to school because he didn't need it because he didn't really have to bring nothing home. Like, this new generation is not used to physical interaction with anything, with people, Dang. with, you know, books because, you yeah. know, cats are getting audio books now. Everything is, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there's there's a, a, a disconnect between physical product these days. And when you reenact that, when you start, you know, reignite that and you start giving people actual physical things – it, it it sparks their attention because they're not used to it anymore. It's not something that we do. That shit is deep. That's deep. So yeah, it might be a rap for flyers, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, which again, this is an opportunity. Like I, I ain't gonna come on here and predict the future to y'all. I'm just telling y'all what we gonna be doing and what we see works as with most things. And I, I challenge all of you to do it and decide for yourself if it makes an impact, because I already know what happens. Like you're saying, uh, you go out there and it just has a different impact because you're the only person doing it, man. Mm -hmm. It's yep. fucking great. So that's number two. Uh, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. Break. Break. Quick announcement. Over the years, we've frequently been asked by the listeners of our show if we would ever open up our platform to the public for advertising. We've always been interested in doing it, but in the past, we never had the systems in place to make it work properly. I'm proud to announce that we are now officially accepting advertising from the public on Super Duty Tough Work. Meaning, if you are a business owner or an artist and would like to create more awareness about your product, service, or release on our platform, we're now in a position to be able to do that. For more information, email us at Super Duty Tough Work at weightless.net. That's Super Duty Tough Work at weightless.net. Tell us a little bit about who you are, what you would like to promote, and we'll get back to you as soon as possible about whether it's a good fit and go from there. Thanks for your time. Back to the show. Are you an artist who has the talent to succeed? but has a hard time executing? Do you have the will to win, but lack the plan? Are you tired of having great ideas that never come to fruition or starting new projects, but never finishing them? If you answered yes to any of these questions, reach out to me at superdutytoughwork at weightless.net to book a one-on-one -on -one coaching call. Tell me a little bit about who you are, what you're trying to do, and I'll see if I can be of service to you. Have a great day. All right, folks, we're back. Super duty, tough work. We're talking about why you need to be flying. Why? I'm going to tell you why. Because nobody else is. Got secrets on this podcast. Nobody else going to tell you this because they worried about competing with you. Mm -hmm. We're not. We want you to win. So uh, reason number three we're going to get into why you need to be passing out flyers is the personal connection. 
What is lacking when you rely solely on a Facebook invite is the personal connection that you gain from meeting someone and inviting them out to a show. Because remember, you're not just passing out flyers. You are inviting people to your event. Mm -hmm. When I walk up to people, if I meet somebody, so say I was, this is how it goes for me. So say I was at the show the other night. I'm standing there and somebody's passing me from behind me. Oh, hey, what up? Oh, shit, what up? Oh, what's, what you got going on, man? It's been, it's been a minute seeing you. Oh, man, you know, I'm just here checking out the show, man. You got anything coming up? Yeah, let me invite you to this. Hold on one second. I reach in my pocket. Boom, I got this thing on. They say, oh, what's this? Oh, April 27th at Ace of Cups. Me, Elijah, J. Ross, Tino, Colleen, we got the show coming up. You should come out. Word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a Saturday. Oh, man, I'm there, bro. Thank you. I'll let you pull. I didn't just give them a flyer. I invited them out. Mm -hmm. That's way more personal than a Facebook invite will ever be. Yep. Now, imagine what happens if I'm promoting this event 60 days, 90 days early, and I see this person multiple times. I now have put the same flyer in their hands and invited them out multiple times. Mm -hmm. You think they're not coming? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. They're coming. Right. They're coming. They're going to be like, I got to go. I like This man that gave me this flyer three times. Every yep. time I'm out, he out here giving me this flyer, inviting me out. This is a personal thing. Like, you meet people out, and one of the things they say, like, I passed my fighter. They were like, what you got going? What is this? Tell me about it. Mm -hmm. Like, not on some sarcasm shit. Like, yo, what is this? What do you got going on? Tell me about this. What kind of event is it? What kind of music? It's like this? What? Okay. Sounds cool. Which one are you on a flyer? Like, yep. These are the interactions you start to have. Are you getting that on a Facebook invite? No. <laughs> People just interested. Yep. <laughs> yep. 500 people interested. Right. Three people show up. Right. Three going. And yeah. three show up. That's not the same. You're not having the impact because you're not hitting the streets, putting fucking boots on the ground, talking to these people. The same people you want to come on your event, they're out at other events similar to yours. All you got to do is go out there and meet these people. If you got any type of like, like ability to talk to people, it's such a fucking cool thing to go out and meet. I meet so many people flying. I completely forgot. And I was like, oh, yeah, I remember this shit. Yeah. Yeah. You just meet people, shake hands, talk to people, give people. Oh, what is this? And it, it creates such a good social like it creates goodwill, man. Yeah, and, and I think also, you know, I think one of the things that we learned early on is because of the kind of artists that we were, the kind of music that we were doing, building personal connection was just kind of, it went hand in hand with what we were doing. Yes. So being out there in front of people, passing out flyers and meeting people on a nightly basis, it got to a point with us where we, we flyered so much that certain events, oh, I already know. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Oh, I'm going to be there. Oh, yep. They'd tell us the date. You know exactly. what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm I'll, I'll be there. You ain't got to give me one, player. Yeah, you're right. Yo, get up to the next homie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because we would be out there literally at every show, you know, for that weekend. And we would spread yeah. out. If it was multiple events going, you yep. know, going on same night, we spread out. And it got to a point where, you know, we started to build relationships with some of the people Mm -hmm. And when they came to the show, they would make sure that we knew that they came to the show because <laughs> exactly. we because they saw us four times trying to give them that flyer. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so 
and we develop friendships with a lot of people yeah. too. Yeah, and a lot of you artists like you you want the relationships in your scene. You want to be able to be like, hey, I want to be on this show. I want to be on these type of events, and I'm not getting those looks right now. But I'm dope. Sometimes the reason you're not getting something is not because you're not dope. It's because people just ain't know. They don't know you. They ain't seen yeah. you. You ain't no around enough. Yeah, you ain't no relationships. This is an easy way to build relationships. I mean, shit. I've built when I I will pass out flyers for other motherfuckers sometimes. Mm-hmm. I've had people pass out flyers for me, and I and I became really cool with them. Like, hey man, give me a stack of those. I got some people at work I want to invite to this joint. Yep. I hit them with 10, 20 flyers. They take them to their job, pass them out. Now they brung five, 10 people to the show who wouldn't have come otherwise. It creates a personal connection that you cannot get online with just a static Facebook page with nothing personal about you on there. And I, I need people to understand that a lot of things that happen in music and every other business is about relationships. And if you continue to be standoffish and take these ways out and don't go out and, and get in the mix, you'll never get the rewards that other more social people get. Yeah. That's number three. Reason number four why you should be passing out flyers. This is a big one is that it's more focused and targeted. Now, think about this. If you're on Facebook, how can you get to 50 people who love underground hip hop, lo-fi music and beats and you're targeting? How can I target these people in Columbus, Ohio, between this age range? It gets you got to be very granular with your Facebook ads now mm-hmm. to find these people who like this. You got to like maybe you like Black Alicious, maybe like Atmosphere, Merce, uh, Logic, Blueprint, uh, J Live, Aesop Rock. Now imagine how much time, energy, effort, and money it's going to take you to put together an ad to target those people on Facebook. And then you're, not even, then you're not even going to hit all of them because no. the algorithm is going to fuck you up. <laughs> Hello. Hello. But think about how easily we just went to 50 of those people Thursday night and put one of these in their hands. Yep. While you were sitting at home hoping the algorithm found those 50 people, we looked at the event calendar. Do, 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 do. <laughs> hey, I'm going to be there passing out flyers. Okay, cool. It'll be, uh, and hit all of them. The fact that they're there means that they're in our target market. Yep. You can't find that kind of focused promotion anywhere online. Not at the price that we do it for. You spend an hour, you get the exact people you're looking for. Can't do that on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. And it don't have a personal connection like we meant in the last one. So like when you when you rely on the online shit, it's just it's just a little too broad of a right. of a of a stroke. You don't have a brush to use. Yeah, just find find shows that relate to what you're doing, and go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, man. And and another thing I'm gonna add to that is like, every venue has a specific clientele, right? And some venues have people and crowds that are more receptive to the type of stuff you do, right? So sometimes you can go to a venue if you play like, let's call it lo-fi, like rock or some shit like that. There's venues in Columbus that that's pretty much all they do. Like mm-hmm. I would go to Cafe yep. Bourbon Street or some shit like that. And like, you know what I'm saying? Like Skylab is like, yo, these places, all they do is avant-garde rock shows and, 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 and punk rock and shit. You can go to those places and know that everybody who's coming from a certain type of show is going to fuck with the kind of shit you, you got. Yep. 
go there and just explain, hey, when they're coming out, hey, I want to invite you to the show. It's very similar to stuff you heard tonight. It's X, Y, and Z. I think you did. If you like this, you'll like it. It's on this night. You know, you can look it up on this line and get more information or whatever. People putting the QR codes on the fucking flyers nowadays, and you can just, they can scan if they want to hear the shit before they go. Oh, this looks like something I should go to, right? Uh, and learn more. You don't have to sit there and, and de- depend on the algorithm to do that targeted search for you. Yeah. This was done at a high level long before Facebook and all of this shit. And arguably, the turnouts on those shows was higher than it is for the average artist now. Yeah. Because we were willing to do all that legwork. So, yeah. a lot of crews back then, like, there was street teams, like record yes. labels, especially here in Columbus. <laughs> I remember specifically they like there were certain record labels coming to bigger record labels, especially the gangster rap record labels. Yep. They had street teams that would hit every event in the weekend. <laughs> like yep. they had, you know, like a good 10 to 20 people yep. that all their job was is to pass out flyers. That's it. Yep. That's, yep. that's it. They gave they gave them like 50 bucks or yep. something. Their whole job. Pass out flyers for the night. Yep. Straight up. Whole teams all over the city passing out flyers for this one event. Yep. You know, and that and, and they went to all the shows that was related to their show. And that's that's how the scene used to be popping back in the day. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it's not it's not like that right now. But I, I think again, uh, we're not here to like shame you for doing shit online. That's not the the purpose of this. The purpose of this is saying like this should be in your tool belt belt in addition to that. Yeah, yeah. We're not saying don't do that, right? We're not saying don't create the Facebook page. We're saying create yeah. the Facebook page for the people who you can reach there, but have a more targeted uh, promotional thing, like locally for the people there, because that will always be more effective, you know, than the Facebook. So yeah, so that's number four. We'll take a break and we'll be right back. Sup everybody, got some big news to share with you all today. I'm proud to announce that for the first time, I will be opening up my artist coaching and consulting services to the public. I have been doing it for several years behind the scenes, helping artists and small businesses achieve their goals, but it's never been something that I made publicly available, nor anything that I promoted until now. So if you're an artist or a small business owner, I'm now available to be booked for one-on-one sessions designed to help you achieve your goals as quickly and as efficiently as possible. If this is something that you're interested in, email me at superdutytoughwork at waitlist.net. Tell me a little bit about yourself and we'll get the ball rolling from there. I look forward to working with you all. Peace. This is your weekly reminder that we have two books that you, as a listener or watcher of this podcast, need to absolutely own. The first is The 10 Traits of Successful Hip Hop Artists, and the second is The Social Media Cheat Code. Both of these books were released within the last year. The 10 Traits of Successful Hip Hop Artists is a book where I go through the stories and explain the traits that uh, are behind the success of some of the biggest names in hip hop today. The book has got nothing but amazing feedback. And if you are an artist, business person, whatever you do, if you would like to be inspired and would like to learn more about hip hop along the way and also see some some reinforcement of the concepts that we talk about on this podcast, 
the 10 traits of successful hip hop is for you. Second book is the social media cheat code. That is for everyone who listens to this podcast who does not uh, consider themselves an expert or really good at social media. It's not for super experienced people. It's actually for people who are on social media but are not getting the results you need. So what we did is I broke down like 12 or 13 strategies that I use all the time that actually work really well for me. I put it into book. I gave you examples and I tell you how to implement it. That's a book you absolutely need as a listener to this podcast, watcher this podcast. If you're on YouTube, supporting these books actually goes a long way towards supporting the podcast. So uh, to support the show, if you like what we do, obviously we don't necessarily get paid to do this shit. So support the products and services that we create. And these two books are a big part of that. We appreciate your support and uh, back to the show. All right, two more joints, folks. We are back. Super duty, tough work. We got two more reasons why physical promo is back and why you need to be passing out flyers, folks. If you were like we are. And the fifth reason, reason number five is the cost. You can get like twenty five hundred, a thousand. You can probably get a thousand flyers for like sixty, seventy five bucks. You can probably get the twenty five hundred is probably the more bang for your buck. Your twenty five hundred typically like a hundred hundred twenty dollars someplace, but just but think about that versus only doing online and not reaching your people. Mm-hmm. We used to always say like, look, we if we get twenty five hundred these flyers and we pass out fifteen hundred of them, we know attendance is going to be up. Our goal was just mm-hmm. to get rid of as many as possible before yep. the date because we knew the percentages of it. So once you start getting up there, you done passed out fucking 300, 400, 500 of them. The, the people are going to be talking about your fucking show. People are going to know about it. And um, it's not expensive and it's nowhere near as expensive as similar targeted ads on, you know, Facebook or Instagram. Because remember, you are going to pass out 2,500 of these flyers, but your average post even if you got 2,500 followers, it's not even going to get to 2,500 people. You don't even have a shot. Yeah. 50 to 100 people might see your post. 200, you know, you're lucky. You know what I mean? You're going to get 10 likes, two or three comments. They're going to bury it. And it's not just going to be there. Whereas this is physical. It's in their car, it's in their purse, in their pocket. It did not cost you that much. And I think that should be looked at. Uh, yes, it's going to cost you some time because you're going to have to leave your fucking house. You have to go to these events. You're going to have to actually put it in people's hands, which you don't have to be there all night. But in terms of time comparative to to the rewards you get out of it, I think it's worth the investment. Yeah. And even with with ads on Facebook and on Instagram, those ads run for a specific amount of time. So if you spend twenty dollars, you know, for an ad and you run it for a week, it Mm -hmm. spreads that that activity out for a certain amount of, and it tells you the percentage of your fan base that you're going to reach that are following you. You don't have the option to, you know, like with flyers, like with physical flyers, you can pass it out to everybody. Yes. You know, with, with targeted ads that you have to pay for, you don't have necessarily the option to, you know, be as focused as you can with, you know, passing out flyers and it gets more and more expensive the more and more people you try to hit. Exactly. So if you spend 150 bucks for, you know, over 2,000 flyers, that's 2,000 people that you can actually put something physically in their hands. Mm-hmm. You don't know if you're going to even, 
you know, if you if you only have two thousand followers, you know, right. you're not going to reach all of them. Right, right. And are they from that city, that space? Did they like that thing? Yep. You know what I mean? Like, can you you can't target them for the money? Like, you end up wasting money because you're just so broad out there. Is it, and that's the hidden cost of like the online shit. It ends up costing you more to target in the long run. That. Yeah, in the yep. long run, because you can't get to the people you want as easily. Like here in Columbus, like, look, I know we got spring coming up. We got two months to promote this motherfucking show. And I'm like, I know there's going to be events coming up every couple weeks where we can get off a couple hundred. Hell, Atmosphere got a show like the Thursday before our show. Yep. You think we're not going to be there deep? <laughs> Mad Flyers going. Bro, we're going to be out in that motherfucker, outside of that motherfucker. Every car in the block going to get hit up. Like everybody, hey, friend, what up? Hey, boop. Yep. Flyer in hand. Come through Saturday. That's what we gonna target it, and it's cheap. The same stack I got now. We trying to get rid of them motherfuckers, man. Like it's hard to, to get that kind of bang for your buck out of other shit. And I think if you throw a show, you should actually kind of have it budgeted in. Like I'm going to spend a hundred dollars promoting. Mm-hmm. I think a hundred dollars can get you, you know, a thousand flyers and probably twenty five fucking posters. Yeah, you can get a lot of coverage for that, and and and. It will actually really help your fucking show. Yeah. You know? So that's number five. Last bullet point of the night is creating opportunities. Number six, creating opportunities. You and I both know how it is sometimes when you're passing out flyers. Who do you meet sometimes? Other promoters. Yep. Other event organizers. Other fucking uh, people who work in the arts and the scene, other people who maybe they don't sound over here. Maybe they're a light guy. Maybe they're in a band too who fucks with you. Maybe they're like uh, a fan. Maybe they just, you don't know until you get out there who you're going to meet. Maybe they're a musician. But when you get out there and people see you moving, what I notice is that they take you more seriously. Yeah. So all of a sudden, I may be on the same level as everybody else who's got an event this night, same night as mine. But because I'm the only one who took it far enough to get a physical flyer and pass it out, people will take me more seriously. That will make them want to extend more opportunities to me because like, yo, if he take this shit seriously enough to invest, to invest in these, these nice fucking flyers to pass out, I no one else did that. I remember him now. Hey, man, I got this thing coming up this summer. I do this festival every summer and such and such. And you playing this? Yeah, I'm going to come to the event, man. We should talk about you doing my festival after that. Let's talk about it. Uh, hit me up. The contact's on the, I'll write down my email. Opportunities come when you're active that you can't get sitting at home. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that all of us should be very aware of that dynamic because sometimes you may be wondering why I don't never get this, why I don't get that. It's just because you ain't out there. Yeah. And with those kind of situations, as far as the opportunities, because you are physically in front of them, then they, like you said, they remember you, Mm -hmm. you know, if, if, if I see an event happening, you know, it's something on Facebook that's happening a month down the line and I see it like, oh, I'm interested. I might want to go to that. I might, I get hit with so much other shit and then I got life and all that. Mm -hmm. I may not remember that. Yeah. But if I meet somebody in person that personally invites me to something and they give me a flyer that is a good looking flyer that, you know, is good quality. Most likely I'm going to remember now if I go or not is a different thing, but most likely I'm not going to 
you know, it's not going to completely slip my mind that I got invited to this event because I met this person in person and they told me about this thing and they gave me something else to remember it. So when I look at the flyer, I remember seeing your face. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So that creates a connection right there and an opportunity for, especially if you meet another promoter, if you meet a musician or something like that, like you said, they may not, they may not have ever heard of you. So if they come to that show, then it creates a bridge to the next thing, something that they may be doing, something that they might be interested in getting you on. And you yep. never know what can happen just because you shook that hand and passed out that flyer. Come on, man. Well said. Well said. So, yeah. So that's it. That's it this week. You know uh, why you should be passing out flyers. This is not a long episode, but I think it's important because um, we were talking about on Twitter. And I think people outside of Twitter should probably hear this conversation. I want to read them back. Reason number one is because almost everybody is digital now. Reason number two, low competition. Reason number three, the personal connection. Reason number four, more focused and targeted. Number five, cheap. And reason number six, it creates opportunities. So if you are an artist, event organizer, whatever, whatever you do, you probably need to create word about what you do. Uh, even if you just an artist, a visual artist, you know, you should have some flyers promoting whatever it is you do, sending people to where you want them to go and let them know about what you got going on. And I hope that this episode has kind of shifted your focus, let people know that online is cool, but there's a whole nother world out there right now and a unique opportunity that's created just due to times changing, people changing. And some of the people who did this all the time don't do it anymore. So, you know, I, I implore you to try it out and let us know how it goes. Work. And, and I will see y'all next week. Peace. Hirsch. Thank you for listening to Super Duty Tough Work. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Follow the podcast on SoundCloud. Complex that nobody know about. I mean, super duty tough work. Huh?